In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. On the fifth day of Dead Ball, a Snavely gave to me the Lang Classico in the century 19. Oh. See what I did there? I like that. I managed to get the rhyme in and everything. And it's my story, too, and you still did the rhyme. And I still figured it all out. Yes. Drew is taking us on this day to Lancashire for what he tells me is a a snowy night, uh, something of a little holiday holiday rivalry matchup. It's a little dicey out there. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I can live with dicey. This is the 12 Days of Dead Ball, and we are coming at you with this story right after this commercial break. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast brought to you by Indeed. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome to the 12 Days of Dead Ball, once again brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast, Bet Online, and Indeed, where your hosts, the Snavely Brothers, me, Adam Whitaker Snavely, and my real life brother, Drew Snavely. 
we tell you about some Christmas stories. It's in, it's out, it's real quick. It's perfect for your little work commute. It's perfect for your little morning shower listen. It's a cute way to, to wrap up a somewhat weird year. Yeah, a little dire. 2020 is weird. 2020 sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. 2020 sucks. But hopefully 2021 is going to be a little bit better. We know the solution to 2020, and that is more Dead Ball Brothers right at the end of the year. <laughs> That's we Merry are the vaccine. Christmas, you filthy animals. We are the vaccine. <laughs> Step aside, <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> Shut up, BioNTech. Here comes the Snavely Brothers. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very scientifically accurate. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Too funny. We are, we. <laughs> Did you say that we are too funny? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are too funny. Man, we are... Man, let me toot my own horn. I mean, it is a podcast, so... It is in all inevitability us tooting our own horn in some form or fashion. It's all we know how to do. We just know how to toot. Go back to the Iron Horn. What is what is a flock of white men called? A podcast. What? A podcast. Oh, is a flock that was the joke. Okay, the okay, joke. yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's just like a couple white dudes. Hey, I think we should make a podcast. Here we are. <laughs> oh, it makes so much sense. Why don't we? And Here, that's we, what are. we, did. Here we are. Episode seventy. Wow. We just released episode sixty nine, nice. which we didn't really reference at we all. We didn't the say podcast. it, but we're saying it now. Nice. We talked. We talked about it beforehand, but I we guess just we, we kind of forgot about because it. We, we were, were in the zone. We were recording a lot of episodes at once. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's, it, cool. it, it's what happened. It's cool. It's cool. But episode number seventy. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, it is. And Drew. Yes. You have for us something that you called the Land Classico, which you needed to say for me like five times <laughs> because I could not believe it beforehand. <laughs> like, do, what are you saying? Do people actually say this word? I I, I believe so. Okay, according to your research. According to my research. According there to my were, research. There were multiple places that said Land Classico. El Land Classico. Okay. Uh, which is funny because c- it is a very English derby. Sure, yeah. Derby. Derby, as but they say. As, as they say over over the pond, across the pond. Um, but it, uh, it is one that is... The oldest, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll get we'll get into it. We'll sure. Get into it. So you already alluded to it. We're going back quite a ways, nineteenth century. Yeah, eighteen ninety one. This is only the fourth year of English league soccer. It certainly is, which is pretty wild, mm-hmm. considering Sunderland were the champions that year. Sunderland <laughs> <laughs> till I die, baby. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. So, um, we are in the middle of the season, December 12th, 1891, a great, great, I mean, it's not technically festive yet, because we're still 13 days away from Christmas, 14 days away from... But we're in December. We're in December. We're in the ballpark. It's England. It's northern England. It feels, it feels wintry. It feels, it feels Christmassy. Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, one of English soccer's oldest rivalries continued on this day, it wasn't really born on this day. Um, their history goes back a little bit further that I'll get into. Sure. But it is between Blackburn Rovers and Burnley. Ooh. Yeah. Is it- Man, what, what, a, what a clash <laughs> of titans. <laughs> hey, um, Blackburn has three 
Blackburn has one Premier League title. Yes, they do. They were really, really good in the 90s in the Premier League. And they have two other First Division yeah. titles. Well, Blackburn and Burnley were both original members of the Football League. Yes. This I know because I have it in there as a detail in one of my stories oh, that we'll hear later. Very nice. Oh, man. I wonder if you were going to ask me something I was thinking about asking you, but we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. <laughs> we'll figure it all out. So... Back in the day, Blackburn and Burnley were two thriving cities due to the boom in the cotton industry. These are two very big cotton towns, cotton um, mills. Yep, the textile industry. Yeah, yeah, it was was big in in these two cities that were only separated by eight miles. Mm -hmm. They're very, very close. Now, back in the 1800s, I don't know if there was like, uh, I guess cars were a thing. Um... Cars were a thing, yes. For really rich people, though? But it wasn't, like, uh, the Model T was, like, the first, like, assembly line car. Because that was, it, Henry Ford didn't invent the car. Yes. He invented, the, like, the modern yes. assembly line. That was his thing. Um, so, like, cars weren't, like, really affordable until after the turn of the century. So, most, if you were going out, you were still, if you were, like, going Horse from place carriage. to place. We're talking about no, no. Seriously, we're talking about like carriages. We're talking about riding horses. We're yeah. talking about trains, trains, steamboats. Yeah, were also things. So these two places are landlocked. So they're. It's probably safe to assume that um, they are traveling to each other via horse-drawn carriage. Via some buggy, or maybe because, a train. I mean, maybe, but it's eight miles. Like, who's hopping on a train for eight miles? At that point, maybe, maybe a maybe lot of people do. are. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you do. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I was in the lab back then. <laughs> Uh, gosh. So, uh, Blackburn, Burnley is also known as the Cotton Mill Derby as well because of That makes sense, yes. Um, the rivalry is as old as the English Football League itself because, like you said, both teams were founding members. When Burnley was founded in 1882, they were originally the Burnley Rovers. Okay. And they are a rugby team. And nothing's changed. And nothing has changed. (laughs) (laughs) They switched from rugby uh, because they wanted to play the more appealing sport, the sport that was gaining more, more and more in popularity, and that was what they call football. Um, no one told no one told Sean Dyche. No one told that Sean they, Dyche. That they <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So they were originally uh, Burnley Rovers. Yes. Um, that didn't last for very long because there was so much outcry from Blackburn and, and their Rover team who had already been established. We can't both be Rovers. Rovers. So the Blackburn Rovers had, the soccer team was established in 1875. So they've been around for like seven years. Yeah, they've been, they've been around for a while. And so seven years. We're talking 1891. I'm saying 1875 to 1882. Gotcha. Okay. They had already been around for seven years when Burnley's like, Yo, we're the Burnley Rovers, and they're like, it does. Ah. It does sound a little bit like, yo, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it a little bit so they don't notice. Uh, gosh, so Burnley quickly dropped the Rovers part, and now they're just like the Clarets. But nobody says Burnley Clarets. Yeah, they just it's say just Burnley. Burnley. It's, it's just Burnley. Burnley. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. fine. Not everybody needs like a mascot type of thing. Yeah, no, definitely not. So the first meeting between the two sides was September 27th, 1884, when Blackburn won 
10 to nothing. So this is only <laughs> this is only two years after they changed <sighs> from rugby to soccer. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's pretty good for for Blackburn, Blackburn. not for Burnley. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not. But Burnley won the next matchup five to one. So oh wow, it was like. I mean, back in the day, I, f- I feel like home field advantage was really, really huge. Because it seems like Especially all these... Especially lock- run all the way there. Yeah, I think. I mean, it was back in the day, like, fans were crazy and players were terrified of their fans. And so... That's true. They still are, but maybe not to the same degree. Yeah. I mean, you have so many um, pundits now that are like, back in my day, uh, the supporters would have never let us off the pitch <laughs> if we had... If we had a performance like that. And every time I hear something like that, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good thing. Sounds a little toxic. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. So there's bad blood between these two teams since the beginning with both sides constantly kind of accusing the other of cheating. It's so like, oh, you're using players from Scotland. <laughs> or, oh, you're using players from... Wait, was that against the rules? <laughs> like- like, you, uh, you couldn't have players from Scotland? <laughs> I think it was, like, you had too many players from Scotland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> screw like, you, Scotland. This is the English game. <laughs> Scotland! <laughs> uh, gosh. So, moving up to the the setting of our story, 1891. Burnley had yet to win a match against Blackburn in league play. Sure. Um, I mean... The league hadn't been around for that long, yeah. But it still lost a few times. It's a it's a period of dominance. Yeah, we shall it is, say. Yes, that's when we get to the dicey night. The the dicey night. The dicey night. <laughs> the, so stupid. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna keep going. I don't I don't care. <laughs> On December twelfth, it was a very snowy, windy, and by all accounts, pretty miserable English night uh, to play soccer. Gotta love it. But, uh, I mean, for Burnley and maybe even Blackburn, I don't know. I feel like Burnley has more of a reputation for just like, I mean, like you said, yeah. they're still a rugby club. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, that's a little bit of a reputation for sure. <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't the best night to play a, a pure soccer match. That's exactly the way they liked <laughs> that's it. That's exactly the way they liked <laughs> it. Uh, Blackburn had to travel all of eight miles. All eight miles <laughs> to Burnley just for this match. <clears throat> I also, when I was reading, when I was researching the story, I was like, "Man, England is so small. <laughs> <laughs> it's so tiny. Oh my gosh! It's basically like like that whole area, like the like the Lancashire and what is because there's Lancashire County, and then there's what's considered like Greater Lancashire. Yes, and it's just like." Liverpool, Manchester, Bolton, Blackburn, yeah. like all these like towns and cities wedged right up against each other. And it's just like all of this is like Los Angeles. Like we <laughs> yeah. in America, we just call this LA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why are they two different why are they considered two different cities know, if they're only eight minutes apart? Oh, that's so funny. Um so Burnley quickly jumped out to a lead. I mean they got home field. Scoring three times in the first 25 minutes. <laughs> so, not the greatest start in the world no, that's for a, Rovers. That's a... Whew, okay. Ne- yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely definitely not great. So, the half finished 3-0, um, and then halftime happened. As it does. As it does. 
it's significant that halftime happened because for the second half, Burnley came back out onto the field, but Rovers stayed in the locker room. They're protesting themselves. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> really know. Eventually, they did come back out, but it seemingly wasn't to play because when they came out, they were arguing with the official, they were argu- arguing with Burnley players, and it escalated to the point where there was a fight. Yeah, of course there was. Two it players, was Northern England in the 1800s. Two players exchanged punches, so two players got sent off. I imagine everything in Northern England in the 1800s was a fight in some way or another. Yes, you know, yes. I just, it's just, that's conversation. That's how they talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Um, so when the players were sent off, I mean, the Burnley guy just went off, and the rest of Burnley's like, all right, let's get on with the match. You guys have had your fun. Sure. Blackburn walked off the pitch with their player who just got sent off. And okay. they're like, no, we're not playing. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this is real easy in today's game because that's just a forfeit. Yes. But I would imagine it being the 1800s, some weird, stupid thing is going to happen. It's very strange. <laughs> it really is. So for whatever reason, all of the Rovers left the pitch except for one player. <laughs> the Blackburn goalkeeper. Heck yeah. Herbie Arthur? <laughs> Herbie Arthur. Herbie Arthur. He stayed on the pitch. Oh, okay. And so, for whatever reason, the referee's like, all right, like, we're playing. It's <laughs> 10 on 1 now. Game on, baby. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Burnley no attacked the goal, and I don't know exactly how it happened. I can only assume that players ran in front of the ball. But um, Burnley scored, but they were off sides. No <laughs> way. Because I'm like, the why ref, are you why are you passing the ball? The ref was calling offside. The ref called oh offsides. Oh my god. I guess they passed the ball forward and I, no I mean I mean but blood. I'm game. like, why are you passing the ball? Just when, <laughs> yeah, just dribble it up and I don't, like, take the shot. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. So he called off sides, and then there was a bit of delay of game from Arthur. He just, like, wasn't really taking the kick. Um, and it was kind of lengthy, I guess. And <laughs> so at this point, the ref's like, all right, screw it. Like, this game's done. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's too cold. It's too snowy. I well, it's also home. the ref's fault. Like, what are you doing? Just let him score a billion goals. Don't call any extra time. I don't know. It was it was it was very strange. <laughs> so, um, the game was called off. Burnley was awarded three points. Good because they were up three 0 when Rovers just decided to. <laughs> we're leave. done. Like, uh, Taking uh, my ball. Let's just go to, just go to the pub. Home. We're just going to the pub. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, So later, Blackburn reportedly apologized and said, as an excuse, our players were numb with cold and couldn't continue. That was the official club statement. So in in terms of a rivalry setting, that really feels like giving fuel to your enemies. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys couldn't take the cold. Couldn't take the cold. It's not like we live north of you. We live eight miles away. (laughs) Sounds like... The same exact climate. (laughs) Sounds like you guys should move your city to the south coast. Yeah, go to Cornwall or (laughs) Kent or something. Bournemouth. 
Bournemouth, Brighton. <laughs> uh, we've exhausted Plymouth. Our, yeah, as I was gonna say, we've exhausted our knowledge of southern English <laughs> counties and cities. Oh gosh, Torquay. Ooh, hey. Hey, nice one. Good pronunciation. Yeah, Strong. thank you, thank you. <laughs> Oh, only the real ones will get that. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a deep cut. That but really if you is. understand that reference, we appreciate you. And we love you very much. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. So the FA ended up making them play an additional match at the end of the season to make up the game, I guess. But they um, were but they were awarded three points. I know. That's, okay. That's what's kind of weird. <laughs> All right. Th- that match ended one one. So I mean. So it doesn't matter anyway. Doesn't matter anyway. That season, Burnley finished seventh. Well, Blackburn finished ninth, but the only thing that separated the two teams was goal differential. <laughs> Burnley had a had a plus, or I can't remember what the actual goal differential was, but Burnley was above Blackburn by seven goals. Sure. So this game was a six goal swing. Yep. There's <laughs> <laughs> so like so just, just this one game. Yeah, it was basically. literally just this one game. <laughs> That you guys decided to walk off for. Yes. You dumbs. And also, this is a funny thing. In 102 official matches between the two teams, Burnley has won 42 times. Blackburn has won 41 times. Wow. So that one win on that wintry night, December 12th, is the only thing that's separating the two teams. (laughs) That and a dumb, dumb rivalry name. And then there were 19 ties. Um, so shouts out to the snow game yeah. where Blackburn just decided to walk off the field <laughs> and le- left their keeper out there who for some reason decided to stay out there. It's like, you know what? Give me your worst. That keeper is, uh, getting presents and the rest of the Blackburn team is getting cold. I guess so. That's how that works. No, uh, the rest of the Blackburn team's getting drinks at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> but coal from Santa Claus. But coal from Santa Claus. And also Claus. from whatever is powering their textile mills because... <laughs> This is the Industrial Revolution. Everybody's getting the black long. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, brother. Oh, the good old days. Uh, gosh. Sources for the story are John Ashdown and Tom Lutz for The Guardian. Links Live, but, um, or Links Live is the site. Yes. Dominic Moffat is the writer. And then Martin Matthews from Lancashire Telegraph. Thank you so much for that Northern English tale of wonderment and... Pettiness. <laughs> the oldest the oldest derby oldest, in the English game. Oldest derby in English, English game. game. The, I don't know what that accent was. <laughs> the English game. We're going to run with it now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us. If you liked what you heard, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a bunch. And if you would like to follow and or support us more, we have social media channels that you can follow. We're at DeadballPod everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we have deadballpod at gmail.com if you want to email us with anything. And if you're interested in any merchandise, some clothes to put on your body, maybe a gift for that you can tell somebody that you got for them for Christmas, because at this point, it's not going to show up in time for Christmas. But if you feel like letting somebody know, like, hey, this is going to come at some point, but I got you. You can you can wrap yourself in swaddling deadball. <laughs> That is Year. that is certainly one way to say it. <laughs> we have t-shirts, we have hoodies. Uh, if you want to check out our Teespring store, it is the link to that is in the description below. But until the next day of Dead Ball, my name's Adam Snaple. And I'm Drew. And we'll see you very soon. Bye.